0: Ledger is a true leader in Web3. Self custody has been in a lot of discussion lately with all these exchanges going down and the need to have your own keys and hold your own crypto is more important than ever before. And of course, as NFT collectors, we know that ledgers are probably one of the most endorsed ways to protect your NFTs. However, many people find ledgers to be slow, tedious and just a clunky process to actually use. But that really doesn't have to be the case. Today, we're going to share with you why we should update our ledgers as soon as possible. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. So I'm a fan of both the ledgers and the treasure wallets. And if you're not familiar with what these are, these are the hardware wallets that look like USB sticks and they hold your keys. Unlike a hot wallet, which is such as a MetaMask or a Trust Wallet or any of these browser plugins or phone apps that are used to buy and sell NFTs and store your crypto. The difference between the hot wallet and the cold wallet is that these private keys are always connected to the Internet. On a hot wallet, because there's really no barrier between that point of entry for the internet and where this information is stored. However, with a cold wallet, the private keys and the recovery phrase or the seed phrase is stored on them and never connected to the internet. And I'll be honest, more often than not, I was using my Trezor simply because I enjoyed the user experience a little bit better. The buttons were a little bit easier to click. And as far as being able to use that pin number, it was just an easier process to see all of those numbers come up on a random order on a screen and click them rather than scrolling through and clicking one by one with the ledger. However, Ledger is, as I said, one of the leaders in the space, constantly doing education, speaking with people in spaces and really having a good contact point with not just the crypto community, but the NFT community. So integrating all of these different feedbacks and inputs is very important to them, and they're very quick at doing that. So because of that, they're constantly doing some updates which sets them apart from a lot of their competition. For example, although the Trezor does support NFTs, it is not integrated into the desktop app, so there's no real viewing options for that. And a lot of people think that you can't put NFTs on it because it is just not endorsed. The app itself, as I said, does not support it, but... You can definitely store Ethereum-based NFTs on a Trezor. Actually, let me rephrase that. Nothing is being stored on the Trezor or the Ledger for that matter. The only thing that's on there is the private keys. Everything is being stored on the blockchain. And despite looking like a USB stick, it's not storing the NFTs. It's just basically the access to the NFTs, if that makes any sense. However, you cannot use Solana or Polygon NFTs with it. So that is one of the positive things with the Ledger. It is just much more versatile and open for both NFT and crypto users. So one of these things that are constantly being updated is the apps that are supported with it. Or in the case of Ledger, when I say apps, it is these various coins and blockchains that can be used in it. And if someone is really into DeFi, well, Ledger is definitely the way to go. And these updates constantly add new ones. In addition to that, there's a lot of security patches because sometimes when people find these breaches or these white hat hackers who are just trying to constantly find ways to break into things, they'll report it to the company and what have you, and they will release a patch enable to fix some of these problems and their team is constantly finding them on their own anyways, or it just might be something that is just a user errors being reported back. So for example, if there's something that's causing the ledger and the browser or the application to crash while these updates that are being rolled out is going to increase that user experience and stop the crashes. In addition to that, there's a lot of UI fixes, user interface. So as I said, as far as being able to use the Trezor compared to using the Ledger, it was just for me personally, a much better user experience using that keypad and screen. However, with recent updates, it is not as annoying, in my opinion, to key in your pin as it was before, because before you'd have to click every single number and then scroll and click and hit enter, but now, all of the numbers come up and instead of having to roll through every single one, you can scroll across the screen and select from the list that is already there. So I think that is a much better way and it's a little bit hard to explain unless you simply use it. But if you're someone who has not updated your ledger in a very long time and you're used to that whole scrolling process, I highly recommend that you update and just check it out right now. It is so much better, this new process that they have. And it's been out for a little bit now. However, something that I haven't really spoken about or experience for myself, because I haven't really been using it that much. I didn't update. So when I say it is a good time to update, I'm speaking for myself, but not just that, because all of these features that are being added and the user interface and all of that, the number one reason why you should update on a regular basis is because if you miss a lot of updates, what ends up happening is when you go to connect finally and you go to update it, it's going to do a lot of back-to-back updating. And the ledger team has said, anytime that happens, there is a very small percentage that there's some sort of error while updating and basically freezes up that device and it has to be factory reset. Now, this is no issue if you have your seed phrase, but let's say for whatever reason you misplaced your seed phrase or you wrote it down incorrectly or some other reason you lost it, it was damaged. When this happens, it's going to ask you to import your wallet or reset it by importing your seed phrase. Now, If you do not have your seed phrase, everything that is on it has been lost. So this really should not be a problem because at the end of the day, if you have assets that are on this thing, you should keep your seed phrase secure. You should know where it is at all times, have copies of it, backups and so forth. However, I know a lot of people don't. And this is not an issue if you have the ledger or have access to it. But in the case of you either A, lose the ledger or B, when you're doing these multiple updates it causes it to freeze up and needs to be factory reset, well, then you are SOL, and I don't mean Solana Token. So you should regularly connect your Ledger to your computer, whatever device that you're using, and have those updates done. And also, the Ledger Live app also has updates. And when they do their updates, there's different things that they're adding in there, user interface things as well, also different apps that are connected to it, and features, and even certain things such as right now, if you're a UK resident, you can apply for a debit card. Now they've partnered with an outside organization, a third party, that allows you to transfer that crypto balance, those funds, onto the debit cards. So that way, you can use them. You could shop with it online. You could use it locally, and there's two percent cash back. And that is just a unique thing that is in there. Of course. When you transfer funds from the ledger onto the debit card, that is not a self-custodial wallet. So I'm not endorsing this and saying, hey, put all of your money onto the card. And I'm also not saying that you should be shopping regularly out of your crypto balance anyways, because especially if you have Bitcoin, in theory, you're saving that money for a future date. But let's say you have USDC or one of these stable coins or something that you converted some of your profits into, and you want to put it on the debit card and go shopping with it. Well, that is an easy way to do it. And that's just an additional feature that they've been adding into Ledger. But of course, like I said, it's not in every territory. They're planning to expand worldwide. However, right now it's for UK people. But they're constantly just coming up with all these different features like that. And that's why I'm bringing it up. It's because they're constantly evolving, constantly coming up with things, not just on the hardware itself, but also in the app. So if it's been a while since you've opened it up, connected it to your Ledger Live, I highly recommend that you do that. If nothing else, just get those updates so that way you don't have to do those back-to-back-to-back updates and put your device in the position of needing a hard reset. But at this time, I'd also like to say make sure you have your seed phrase stored, copied, back up somewhere in case anything happens. But I'd love to know, what are your favorite features from Ledger or Ledger Live? Please feel free to reach out to me at Tropic Vibes. Let me know on Twitter or using the contact information in the show notes. But as usual, I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Arrow is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.